Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. Here we analyze politics, culture, technology, personal growth and development, and society at large through the lens of critical thinking and open-mindedness, not demagoguery and partisan hyperbole. I'm Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, your host and guide. So without further delay, let's get started. Lately, it seems my podcasting is crossing over more and more into what I'm writing for a few online journals. You know, it's been interesting for me uh, writing for non-academic purposes. I've just kind of picked this up in the last couple months. And number one, it's just sort of nice to write an article in just a few hours, <laughs> then get paid for it by the end of the month. That's That's been fun. But uh, also just trying to articulate topics with some complexity in an easy-to-follow, short-form article that usually isn't more than a four- to six-minute read and a thousand, roughly a thousand words. It's, it, it's been uh, really quite a challenge. And, you know, I'm used to lecturing on topics for 45 minutes to 90 minutes at a time. And within that, there's plenty of room to wander around, take side roads, get into class discussions, go on different tangents, uh, wherever the class might want to go. But writing, there's just literally no such luxury. And recently, I published an article in the journal Illumination about your digital legacy. And I think not enough of us spend time thinking about our digital legacy, but... uh, you know, just think about this for, for just a second. If you would die today and somebody could read a book of all your online activity, what impression would you be leaving behind? I mean, you already know your friends and family and loved ones. They have formed a deeper, a more broad image of who you are. And, and when you die of what you were, But the online world, that's not quite so forgiving. You know, in the online world, your friends or followers or connections may only know you from what you say online. And when someone dies, you know, we talk about these writing, these beautiful glowing obituaries or holding memorial services and the like. But the fact is that online you, that you, that you portray to the digital world, it's going to embed an impression on your life that's going to go on for a very, very long time. So the question is this, if you died today and everything, I mean everything, you ever viewed, posted, or commented online is compiled into a book, how would you be remembered? Many may say, no problems here. Social media is just a place for family pics, dog and cat pictures, and beautiful scenery. That's all I use it for, and that's fine. Yet others, far too many others, may be thinking, wow, I spent a lot of time on these particular websites saying these nasty things or posting these memes or leaving ugly comments to some posts that I didn't agree with. We all want to be remembered for our real self, our authentic self. Not those times where we just flew off the handle. 
Well, those digital imprints, that digital legacy will be as real as the nice words in an obituary or or your funeral. Those comments online, they last and they're embedded in that digital world forever. So just last week, I had a talk with my stuff with my students. I have this talk every single semester because it is that important and what their digital imprint looks like as they come out of college. It has huge implications in their life. First, I have many students who will be transferring to say the University of Florida or Florida State, maybe USF and and, and all those schools. They're, they're not so hyper competitive here in Florida as maybe some private schools, but Every applicant gets evaluated, and if it's not their undergrad evaluation, it could be their graduate school choice someday for those that go on to it. And the wrong social media comments or pictures, they can have a grave implication on their academic future. Also, those looking for a job. We know HR departments have a very common practice of scouring social media accounts of job candidates. This digital imprint is incredibly important. Your digital imprint tell, leaves a legacy. It tells a story. It tells a story about you, how you interact, how you think, how you communicate, and how, and, and, and how you approach conflict. It's unwise to just throw yourself out there in social media like it's some game. Because that digital imprint, that's not a game and it can matter. So we all need to understand that virtual, that the virtual world and our real world in 2021, it's, it's almost indistinguishable. The virtual world can be a very unforgiving place in judging people. We see that all the time with cancel culture. And it's probably even more unforgiving than our interactions that we have in the real world where true human contact can overcome disagreements much more easily than the online world. So this is all well and good and and we know there are problems, but, but what do we do about it? What can you and I today accomplish to get our digital legacy in order? Well, first off, Let's just start today and no longer will you post any more angry, snide, condescending, self-righteous rants. Those memes that are ha-ha funny, but they're kind of meant to dig into the side of somebody who you don't agree with. How about we just start there and just from today forward we stop. Secondly, though, maybe, just maybe, you need to contact someone that you had an online spat with and say, or maybe post if it's appropriate, something to the effect, hey, I want to apologize for my tone and my words online. I was wrong in how I addressed you in that situation. I asked you to forgive me. I don't necessarily agree with your position on XYZ, but I still respect you as a person. And for now forward, you won't be seeing me post comments like I used to post. And I do hope you'll forgive me. Just something simple like that. Maybe if you've really, truly offended somebody that really matters in your life, maybe that's a place you need to go. Now, 
There's probably nothing wrong if you are a prolific angry poster and you know if that's you or if that's not you. If you are a prolific angry poster, maybe you just need to make a big old general comment to everybody and kill that legacy and from there forward move move on past it. See, we, we cannot fix the past, obviously. We all know this. But we can stop making the same mistakes. And your digital legacy going forward from that point where you plant the flag in the ground and you say you're going to improve and you change. And then, and then the cool thing is that people will see that change online. Now that's powerful. That is living out in actions words that we post. So another thing I, I just want to get out there. It's, in, it's okay and it's fine that you have strong political opinions and beliefs and passions. But see, you can have those strong beliefs, opinions, and passions, and you can still be kind, respectful, open-minded to other people. They're not mutually exclusive. I don't know where along the way society turned into this aggressive, bullying, and loud-mouthed monster when we discuss controversial issues. But we got there. But strength is not name-calling. Strength is not mocking other people. Strength is not drawing gross overgeneralizations, lumping everyone into convenient political categories like the politicians and the cable news pundits draw up. That is not strength. Strength is the ability to listen to other people, to be respectful, and disagree in a way that you can still hold a conversation. Now that is real intellectual muscle. Real intellectual muscle is humility, listening, evaluating, not screaming, yelling, name-calling, talking over, being condescending. You know, it only really takes one key, though to be able to start to alter your digital legacy. And I think if you get this under control, you pretty much win the battle. And that is anger management. Anger has the potential to make very good people look very, very bad. If you think to that, those times that you literally lost control of your anger... And the things you said, the way you acted, the words that came out of your mouth, those weren't your best moments. Those weren't your best look, were they? And so we got to control anger because anger short circuits the emotions of empathy, of kindness and critical thinking. Because as that adrenaline surges in our body, the fight or flight response kicks in. And since there is no actual physical threat online... People don't tend to run, which we need to do, and just not respond at all. But instead, a lot of times that inner keyboard warrior comes out to fight. And most of us can completely change our digital legacy by focusing only on one thing, anger management. So if we go down even one more level, one more step down, than just controlling your anger. Let's control anger in regards to two areas of life, political discussions and social issues. 
Because if you control your anger in regards to political discussions and social issues, you'll pretty much clean up about 90% of the online uh, vitriol that's just tossed around every day. So let's focus here. And I want to talk about four things to get straightened out. And, and if you do these, your digital legacy is going to improve. Number one, realize and understand that intense anger, it's not really you. Angry political rants are not the way you or most people interact every day. What has happened with these people is they have read something. It went against their confirmation bias and they let their online anger just whoosh, flare up and it pushed them out of their character. Sometimes it's best to just take a deep breath pause insert long long pause if you're really upset and do not respond or if you want to respond wait until you have control of your emotions number two mocking prodding or making fun of other people is a failed rhetorical strategy Nobody, and I mean nobody, will change their opinion and agree with your opinion if your argument is laced with calling somebody dumb, silly, ignorant, racist, sexist, misogynist, what, whatever word you choose that you're name-calling, if you use that, you are not trying to convince anybody of anything. You are prodding them. You are bullying them. You are off the charts, way outside the idea of critical, rational thought. This should be obvious, but it seems that it's not. So avoid those words. Do not mock people with names and labels three political ranting takes all the pressure off those in in washington dc see we get so somehow again this has happened in society that i i I'll let me approach it from a little different angle i i can almost see right now all the republicans all the democrats if they would sit in front of a computer and they'd read some of the comments with online political uh, discussion forums and they they would just be smirking, maybe even laughing when they read what American citizens are saying to each other. Literally, we've got the citizenry of the country at each other's throats, blaming people with no power for the problems that are infesting society while these degenerates in Washington, D.C. sit in political office doing nothing and they get off scot-free because we've got all the people at each other's throats. We should never take the pressure off those in power in Washington, D.C. They created the divide, but like sheep, we got sucked into it and we need to get unsucked out of it number four it's unhealthy to get worked up in a state of anger i know the people i talk to and, and when i i talk so much on this topic 
to not let yourself fall into these rabbit hole, angry, political diatribes. You know, it, it truly is. When you direct anger to the other side of a political discussion, it's, it's literally like drinking poison and expecting that other person to get sick. That mental energy is not well invested being inflamed, angry at things you don't control. And you do not control anyone online. Let me say that again. You do not control anyone online. Getting all worked up and angry about what somebody says online has no redeeming value for you. Nothing. Posting something evil has no redeeming value for you. Just being worked up with anger, a study after study shows the connection of your mental and your physical health. Being angry all the time is very, very bad for you. So those are four reasons why you need to to stay away from that. Social media is designed to keep anger flowing. Is was was this a conspiracy theory by social media to literally set up these platforms this way to encourage anger in their algorithms? Uh I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but yeah, I think they pretty much set them up that way. Uh the more angry viral moments on Facebook or Twitter or wherever the more engagement. The more engagement that they create, the more money these social media tech giants make in, in a day. But we can't sit around worrying about social media giants. They're going to continue to do what they do as long as they can and make money doing it. So it all comes back to you. How do you want to be remembered when people see what you have created viewed and communicated online you know at the end of my life i i thought when i was writing this article i thought about this and and, you know my online presence i'm very careful about my online presence because you know i wasn't social media really for the social standpoint i really started using it more to communicate message things and you know i thought about what what would i want to be remembered i want to be recognized as level-headed kind, curious, inquisitive, empathetic, fun loving. I mean that's that's an online legacy to leave behind. I have very strong feelings and opinions on politics and, and a whole lot of topics. Those that know me know that's true. It's it's very good to be clear and be definitive. We all need to stand on our beliefs. I don't have to just post puppy pictures Although I do enjoy my puppy pictures and I enjoy seeing all the friends, family and those kind of posts online. I mean, I, I, I use it now more than I ever, ever did before, but I can be intellectually strong and I can still be kind and empathetic too. And I try to remember this every time I post an article, I post a podcast or I comment online. That doesn't mean when I write certain articles that I don't get some angry posts uh, along the way or on a podcast. That happens too. But at the same time, I can only control what I do. And that's where I put my focus and energy. And when I see something mean and nasty and strong, I know it's a mental challenge for me. For me and, and I approach it that way. But... 
you know, sadly, there are people out there who are going to die today, as with every single day, and their online legacy isn't going to be positive. There are a whole lot of political rabble-rousers out there. Some will die today, and their online legacy, their online image, is going to be of a potty-mouthed, angry, mean-spirited bully. People are going to see their online words and think they were just another self-righteous, arrogant know-it-all. They'll probably get labeled as a rabid Trump supporter or far-left socialist because, you know, just as the loudest political ranters, they love to stereotype and they love to label people, especially those that they want to mock. These angry political ideologues will probably get labeled the same way. Karma sometimes can be a bitch. It really can. And I don't want my digital legacy to be boiled down to, wow, that was one angry, self-righteous SOB. I'm sure you don't want that for you either. You're much more than your political leanings. You're much more than your stance on some social issue. You are a human being and don't let yourself, because you can't control your anger on politics or social issues, to get yourself cornered and painted into something you're not. So let's all be more careful, more inquisitive, more self-reflective before we post. And in that article that I wrote, I, I put this quote from Marcus Aurelius. He said, you could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. I'm going to read that one more time. You could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. For those posting angry political and social vitriol all the time, don't let moments of anger poison your legacy. Your legacy is worth far more than wasted anger on any social media platform. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I so hope you found value in the topic today. You know, every single day, if we can expand our perspective just a little bit on any range of topic, whether it be about our physical body, intellectual sharpness and perspective, or spiritual growth, then if we stay consistent in the long run, we all become more well-rounded people able to cope with all manner of events in life. I always appreciate you clicking like or follow to this podcast. Generally, a new episode is published every single week. And please, if you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear about them. With that, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week until we talk again.